Welcome back to Get Fit Guy. Coach Kevin Don here, destroyer of fitness fallacies. This week, I received an interesting email from a listener that I thought would make a good episode. So let's get into it. Mary emails in to say, Kevin, I love the podcast and your own take on it. I'm always learning something new. I recently read a book that introduced an idea to me called The Centenarian Decathlon. Not a literal decathlon for the extremely old, but the 10 events you personally would like to do as you get old. For example, you might include getting up from the ground by yourself if you fall, or avoiding such a fall through improved reflexes when you stumble. Then you have to train for those events as much as you would for a marathon, a through hike, or powerlifting competition, only you need to train over the course of decades instead of weeks or months. The author includes some of his individual hobbies like archery, in his own centenarian decathlon and other interests, such as being able to carry a grandchild or dash through an airport to make a connection, might be individual important lifestyle goals for different people. What do you think would be worthwhile events to train for, and how would you train for them or help someone else train for them whilst still middle-aged? Mary, thanks for the great email. I feel it embodies everything I've been discussing around fitness, that is the idea that Fitness is the absence of disease or injury, and that functional fitness, rather than being the latest buzzword, is actually the expression of a defined physical function. The centenarian decathlon came about through the idea not of forecasting one's physical future, but by backcasting or reverse engineering it. My own practice, I hear a lot of catastrophic forecasting, the idea that running's bad for your knees, Eventually, muscle will turn into fat or that at a certain age, you can't perform many physical tasks. People have been made to fear aging and are willing to accept this degradation rather than resisting. Well, I'm here to tell you resistance is not futile and bonus points if you caught the Star Trek reference there. In her email, Mary asked me what I thought worthwhile events would be to train for and how to train for them. Well, I'll answer the first part of that in a moment. As for the second part, get ready for a very unsatisfactory answer. I don't know. I don't know because in order to train for an outcome, we have to know the current ability to express that outcome. So if the goal is to run a marathon, one person may currently be doing no running at all and have zero sporting history. And another may have been a varsity athlete 40 years ago and spent the last four decades playing multiple sports. How each of these avatars would train towards a goal would be totally different. So I can't answer questions like that. And anybody that says they can would be lying. But for the first part, What do I think would be worthwhile events? Well, I can definitely make a good stab at answering that. Again, if you've been listening to my Get Fit Guy episodes, I've already introduced the idea that there are 10 physical skills. Strength, speed, power, stamina, endurance, coordination, accuracy, agility, balance, and flexibility. So if you're asking me the best 10 events or outcomes to train for in terms of a centenarian decathlon, my answer would be to do something that falls into each one of those categories. That way we can ensure we aren't biasing any one thing and that we truly have a broad and general ability to perform different tasks that life may throw at us. We call these ADLs or activities of daily living. ADLs include but are not limited to bathing and showering, dressing, functional motility like getting in and out of bed and out of a chair or just moving yourself from one place to another, self-feeding and so on. So having a look at each of these categories What are some things we could train towards that would help us better express each physical skill? Well, first of all, let's talk about strength. 
As mentioned many times in this show, strength is crazy important for the aging phenotype because the main side effect of getting older is sarcopenia or loss of muscle mass. So here, some form of strength expression in each of the motor patterns would be admirable. Squat, lunge, push, pull, bend, and core engagement. Speed. Speed is actually an expression of a strength continuum. And it's right at the top of the hierarchy in terms of how far it is from base level. That is, it's the last piece of the strength puzzle because it depends on the ability to engage all the motor units at once in an explosive event. So this means that by training strength, we'll be developing speed down the line. It's actually critical to the outcome. And we'll measure speed outcomes by looking at things like your all-out effort, maybe rowing or biking for 30 seconds, or you could do a Tabata kind of workout, which would be 20 seconds on, 10 seconds of rest for eight rounds, maybe a 100-meter sprint. That kind of thing would be all-out speed. Power. Well, power is actually known as strength speed. So it won't come as a surprise that depends both on strength and speed. And I'll let you in on a little-known secret here, and one of my favorite self-coined expressions, you can't express what you don't possess. So if we head into functional fitness facilities up and down the country, we'll see clients being asked to perform movements like the power clean, sometimes in their very first lesson ever. But if you don't have any strength and you don't have any speed, you'll find it difficult to perform strength speed. However, once some strength and speed have been developed, then weightlifting movements like a power clean, the snatch with a barbell or with implements like a sandbag, kettlebells, dumbbells, a dead ball, they are all great expressions of power. Next up is stamina. And this would be defined as the ability of a muscle, a group of muscles, to keep doing work at a high percentage of maximal effort. Here, that would be something like something inherently unsustainable. So something like a 400-meter run, a 500-meter row, something that takes you around about the 90-second to two-minute mark, after which we'd see a dramatic drop-off in performance. So you'd be looking at things that fall within that domain, such as a 500-meter row. Endurance. This is your ability to just keep going in a sustainable aerobic environment, something where your body is creating energy faster than we're using it up, something like a very long hike. What would be a good goal? Well, maybe a, a planned future trek to Machu Picchu or a swim in the Great Lakes, a desert ultra marathon, walking to Everest Base Camp. Um, those are all the very top end, but, you know, further down the line, we have a short triathlon or a 10 kilometer run or even just a walk to the closest coffee shop rather than driving there. Coordination, also very important. This is the ability to use our hands and eyes together to achieve tasks to know where we are in a space with a view to interacting with objects. I think that anything here that makes us use both sides of our bodies and all of our limbs is important. Obviously, I play martial arts. I can say for sure that things like judo, karate, and boxing are very useful. That sounds a bit rough. Things like tai chi are a great option. As are activities where we have to actually interact with an object, especially moving objects. So think about things like badminton, table tennis, or juggling. Accuracy is up next, and that's the ability to perform skills with precision, usually being able to direct ourselves or an object towards a small target area. Just like in the author's example from the email, I would say archery is awesome for this, but also things such as golf or even those games where you, know, you have a board with buttons that light up on it and you have to touch the correct one at the right time, good fun. Agility. 
This is being able to quickly change direction and speed, especially in response to an external stimulus. Think about a goalkeeper in soccer moving across the goal face to intercept the ball, a tennis player changing direction across the baseline or rushing the net. Boxers and football players also do directional speed change work by doing things like ladder runs. And I'd even say things like ballroom dancing, Latin dancing involve agility because you're doing directional footwork changes in response to a partner. Balance. This is the ability to keep your line of balance over the middle of your base of support or center of mass. Playing judo, this is the key concept. You win by off-balancing your opponent, which allows you to successfully execute a throw or a sweep. Therefore, I would say that's a great way to learn and improve balance. And before you at me, we have a 75-year-old man over here with zero martial arts experience who just took the sport up and loves it. Other things that could improve balance could be things like slacklining, dancing, riding a bike, or learning to ride a horse. Flexibility. This is the ability of a joint or a series of joints to move through an unrestricted and full range of motion. Super important skill, especially as we age, because the ability to take your knees and your hips through a range of motion helps us to get in and out of a chair. Uh, I already noticed my own flexibility decreasing, although I'm practicing a flexibility-inclusive sport. So if we aren't doing anything to actively work on our range of motion, then the degradation of performance will be much larger. Here we could be looking at doing things like trying to perform yoga, even trying to get into a splits position to gain a full, full range of motion in the squat, and so on. What exercises would you include in your centenarian decathlon? I'd be super interested to hear your ideas. So hit me up on the Get Fit Guy Facebook page or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com even if you just want to say hi or have a question about your training. Get Fit Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchings, and Davina Tomlin. I'm your host, Kevin Dunn. If you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104. Literally, no one has ever done that, so I'd be very excited. Or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app.